Hey guys, what's up? Um, today I'm going to be my retrospective review of Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, let me tell you a little short history about of this retrospective review. Um, I did review like all six, and I was going to work my way on seven of Nightmare on Elm Street, but I never saved the video blog when I deleted the original channel page before this one, and um, I wish I did. So I hope. Hopefully, you'll go by my retrospective review of the past and flashback and my thoughts of talking about the original Nightmare on Elm Street movie franchise series from 1 through 7. And, um, fuck the remake. The remake was horrible. It should have never been made because they ain't did it right. Let me just say, I only saw the remake one time and one time only, and I have no plans on going back to it. Um, my retrospective is going to be coming from this Blu ray release from the movie. And fantastic, fantastic release, all the special features, all the original Nightmare on the Street movies that Robert England played, of course, is in this. So I advise people to get this. I saw it on Amazon.com for a cheaper price now, so take advantage of it before it becomes out of stock or out of print. Um, let me say how I first came across Freddy Krueger um, and the Nightmare on the Street franchise. Um, I remember seeing the poster as a double feature bill of 1 and 2. And when I saw the poster, I was scared of it. Like, I didn't know what the hell it was, you know. I was, like, scared to death. As The poster was scary as hell. And, um, so I never bothered watching the movie back then, you know, because I was scared. And I went off, I think I see, what movie I saw, I think I saw uh, Three Amigos or Little Shop of Horror at the time in the movie theater. I was like, well, why am I watching Little Shop of Horror? <laughs> you know, talking plan. And if I knew more about Freddy Krueger, I'd be like, shit, I saw something on the street. Probably just in the morning time, guys. So anyway, a, a few years later, um, I rented it on video cassette, you know, and that's when I had to taste of Freddy Krueger at Nightmare on Elm Street. And I saw part two first, actually, if I remember, with part two I saw first, because I liked it to cover, and then I went back and saw part one, and I was like, wow, what have I been missing? And ever since then, man, I was like a Nightmare on Elm Street fan, man. Freddy Krueger was the shit. And I know, let's be real, he was a molester. Let's be real. I don't support people molesting people. I don't, I can see that in movies and stuff. But if it goes with it, it goes with it. But that's what Freddy Krueger was. He was a murderer, a molester of children. They didn't even say it in, in, in exact words in the movie. But that's what he was. And, but, and pretty much, um, the family of those kids... They went to get revenge and they burned Freddy Krueger down. They burned him, burned him down. And then he comes back for revenge to kill the kids of Elm Street. You know, that was his form of revenge in their dreams. And I was like, whoa, that's fucking crazy. And Freddy Krueger had all these ways of, of making you scared, putting fear in you. And, you know, he wasn't playing, man. Um, go on about your own, the Nightmare on Elm Street, like, cassette, like, the Freddy Krueger um, soundtrack, like it was like a, it was the soundtrack to Freddy Krueger when he would say the parody of different songs and stuff, which I talked about it in this channel page. You can check it out. And when I was a kid, I also have a sticker book of a Nightmare on Street Part Three. It was a sticker book of one, two, and three, but mainly three because that's when it was promoting the movie. And I remember getting the sticker book, and I think that's how I was able to order that cassette. And um, you know. Nightmare on the Street is part of pop, pop culture, man. I mean, 
Freddy Krueger is an icon. I mean, they had video games based on them, comic books, action figures, Halloween costumes. I even own, I remember owning the actual Freddy Krueger glove, the costume prop. And uh, I don't have it no more. I wish I did because I sold it at the time because I needed money. And I look back on it, I feel so bad, you know. I, I wish I had it. I wish I kept it. But maybe one day I'll, I'll get it back. So, meanwhile. So, yeah. And, and I'm going to say something about Nightmare on the Street series. What's, it, what's cool about the Nightmare on the Street and other horror movies is that they really take advantage of gener of each generation in the movie. Like, pop culture. Like, for example, like in Part 5, comic book audience. Part 6. Cross found nightmare. Um, Freddy's dead. I mean, um, they took advantage of the video game world. Like Nintendo was the shit back then. You know, it, it still was though. But they show you like Freddy Krueger playing video game with the power glove. Um, part three with the MTV crowd. So if you think about Nightmare on Elm Street, that's what makes the franchise so cool because they take advantage of the pop culture audience and they they know what's in and what's not. You know, and um. I even mentioned in the intro. I like what I like about Freddy Krueger is his his style, not only the killing style, but his personality, his persona. He wasn't like a quiet killer. He will talk to you. He will mock you. He will profane you, and find your weakness everywhere as possible. And you know that's what makes Freddy Krueger to be the greatest horror icon ever. I didn't say one of them. I like a lot of horror icons, but he is the the best. I don't care what anybody says, and just forget about that remake. You know, just pretend it never existed, guys. Um, let me ask you part one. I remember when I saw it. Um, this movie was about the heroine Nancy, and she battles Freddy Krueger. She finds out her friends are dying one by one, and she's wondering like, who's killing this guy? She she did um, doing like a little investigation, talk to her mom. Her mom reveals the truth, and finds out her father was in on it. Also, who's John Saxon, Saxon, the sheriff of the movie, and then she battles Freddy Krueger. With traps and and actually defeated him, and then we got part two. And this time, this takes another ride. I felt like it was like really serious, just like the first movie. And a lot of people, like some people, didn't like it, but I like it. You know, I grew I grew into it. I saw it a couple of times to get used to it or what's going on because this time we got Freddy Krueger. He's going to possess a boy, and he wants to come to come into the real world. Now. This is like my one of my favorite scenes, the pool party scene. Of course, when Freddy Krueger comes out in the real world, like killing people at the pool party, and yo, that shit was scary. And then the boy has to fight Freddy Krueger in like in the warehouse, like like the boiler room and stuff. And he saw bad. He saw like the Freddy Krueger dog. I remember when I saw the Freddy Krueger dog. I was like, what the fuck is that, man? That shit was crazy, man. And um, he was able to defeat Freddy. And of course, the reason that every of the Freddy Krueger movies have a twist ending. Except for seven and six, that's where they like close the door in a way. But still, I'm just saying there were twist endings in each of them. Um, let me ask you part three, Dream Warriors. I think in part three, in my opinion, I think that's when they really put the foot down, kicked the door open, and that's when they, they took advantage more of the pop culture audience. And um, and this time it takes place in the mental hospital, and you get the heroine Nancy from the first movie, who's in part three, and she plays like a social worker. Try to counsel kids with mental health issues, and um, Freddy Krueger's in there killing the kids one by one. Found a history about the mental hospital that Freddy Krueger's mother, who was a nun, she was like um, molested by these different mental patients, and that's how Freddy Krueger was born. 
and the goals of Freddy Krueger's mom is telling the male psychologist, right, how to battle Freddy Krueger, so he's like, help her mom, you know, you gotta find the bones to beat him, and, um, with the help of Nancy's father, John Saxon, him and the psychologist had to, like, dig up the bones, and burn the bones, you know, to stop him, and then you had the Freddy Krueger skeleton, and I, I thought it was really cool, you know, and you also got the part where Nancy's counseling the kids, it was the silver ball, and you saw the kids got their own unique powers, their inner power, their inner belief, and their dreams that they dream about the most. Like you got gymnastics, you got one of you got bag with knives, and you know they all battle each of them battle Freddy Krueger with their special abilities. Of course, <clears throat> it didn't work. Freddy Krueger ended up beating them anyway, and you got like the wizard master guy who's like Dungeons and Dragons and shit like that. It was funny. That scene, I mean, part of it was really good, and then. Let me drink my orange juice, guys. <sighs> Nightmare Elm Street Part 4. If anyone follows my video blog, you guys know I love Part 4 so much because Alice is like the heroine. She is a badass. She's, she's not a screen queen because she's a kick-ass screen queen. Like, she fights back. And to me, this is the... Part 4 was the movie when, when Freddy Krueger had to step his game up because Alice went beyond, even to me she was more stronger than Nancy, like she kicks Freddy Krueger's ass and you got the survivors from Nightmare Street Part 3, like the three survivors and um, Freddy Krueger comes back for revenge killing the survivors from the last movie of Part 3 and then when he's about to kill the final girl, um, the final girl um, brings in the shy girl from Part 4, Alice, who's going to be the heroine in this one and um, she passes her power to her and then the the survivor part three died, Freddy Krueger, Kruger, excuse me, killed her. So now Freddy Krueger got a new cast of kids to kill this time. And you got Alice and her friends have died one by one. You got a lot of great kill scenes in this one too, by the way. And um, so when when her friends are dying one by one, Alice realized that she's getting, her ability, she's like changing. Like she got their powers in a way, like she's smart, the one when she got confidence. This one when she got her martial arts skills from her brother, you know, and then she goes to the final battle in the church to battle Freddy Krueger, and she remembers this nursery line, and this nursery line that defeated Freddy Krueger part four, and then we got part five. Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals check it out and start your own podcast and let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcast and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me so you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. And then we got part five, and this time it continues over part four as Alice, who has the boyfriend again from the fourth movie that she liked it, and this time she's pregnant with his kid. So now what Freddy Krueger is doing this time is that he's gonna he wants to possess Alice's baby, so he can come into the real world now, and Alice realizes that Freddy Krueger is trying to mess with her kid. And she has to go to the dream world, save her child, and battle Freddy. And just like in Paul 4, Alice is still strong, 
still powerful, still kick ass, and still like like this time she's more like motherly this time because she's gonna protect her kid no matter what. And meanwhile her friends are down one by one, and you got Freddy Krueger. Um, you got one guy who's like into comic books. He's a Freddy Krueger defeated comic book guy, guy. You know which was funny. And um, this is an example of pop culture like comic books. Everybody was into comic books, of course. And so it shows how Hollywood takes advantage of it. This is when Hollywood got to use their brains. They actually use their brains for once making these movies. And I like all Freddy Krueger's movies. I don't care about what people think. I don't care about the budget, how it did well in the movie theater. I only care about what I like. So let me just say that. So anyway, Alice defeated Freddy Krueger with the hope of, guess what, Freddy Krueger's mom, who got like, like a, like baby Freddy Krueger now, and, he, and Freddy Krueger's getting dragged in, you know. It was just funny, man. That's, that shit was crazy. It was funny, but it was crazy at the same time. And then you got part six. Freddy's dead. This is the last Freddy Krueger movie. Freddy's gonna die. And this time they give Freddy Krueger a big-ass flashback story. How Freddy was a father. They show you his wife, of course, Robert Ingram's character. And he has this daughter. And then, though, his wife shows up in the basement three hours. He's killing kids. He's making weapons. And, um, the daughter of Freddy Krueger saw Robert Ingram's, Freddy Krueger kill his mom. And, uh, Robert Ingram's about to go after the daughter, you know. And tell her, he's telling her to some, some, something to calm her down. I forgot. I apologize. But then the daughter grew up, you know, to become a social worker for the juvenile kids, you know. And then, um, they go to Elm Street, of course. Freddy Krueger's killing the, killing the kids, one by one, as usually. And you got one great kill scene with playing the video, like I mentioned, with the power glove. Awesome, awesome scene, by the way. Now, that's playing with power. <laughs> oh, man. And, um, yeah, it was horrible, but it had comedy to it also. But, of course, that's Freddy, man. That's his style, man. You know, and it works. It really works. So, while the daughter of Freddy Krueger find a way to defeat him, she's gonna wear these 3D glasses with Freddy Krueger into the real world and kill him in the real world. And you got this epic battle with the daughter versus Freddy Krueger in a one-on-one battle. It was awesome. And she kills Freddy with his own glove. And you know, Freddy's dead and the credits are rolling over the montage of all his movies in the past. Now, years later, after that, we end up getting New Nightmare. Um, you know what I mean? It took me a while to get used to it, but then, then after watching the stupid remake with Jackie Hall Haley, trust me, I like New Nightmare even more than ever. <laughs> trust me. Because I like it, because Robert Ingram was twice as well as Freddy Krueger again. This time you got Nancy from 1, 3, comes back in New Nightmare. She plays herself pretty much, an actress, who's in the Nightmare Street movie. She thinks Freddy Krueger is real, like she has having these dreams and stuff, like, you know, like, Feeling like I think Freddy's real. She's talking about with English, talking with like people behind the movie, going on TV interviews, and saying she feels like Freddy Krueger is real. And then later, you know, Freddy Krueger killed the babysitter. He's, he kidnaps the boy. He drags Nancy into this dream world. Like like Nancy had the dream world. Into Freddy Krueger's world, it was like realistic. I like Freddy Krueger this way. I like, actually doesn't like. I, I do like his look, how he looks, and um, it was really cool. The claws and. He looks really scary as usual, but he looks more scary on this one. And, um, excuse me for stuttering, man. I'm having some camera issues, so forgive me, guys, if I messed up. But, um, then she's going to save her son, and she, she battles Freddy Krueger, defeated him, and, um, pretty much calls a chapter on 
for improvement once and for all. And um, let me just say that Nightmare on Street, aka the original movie franchise with Robert England, is fantastic. It's awesome. Still holds up today. We not only we have old fans that, that still support it, we have new fans that love it also, and they're getting used to it now. So that's excellent. So guys, I hope you enjoyed my retrospective review. And I apologize for a moment. My camera just got shut down due to a 50-minute time limit. So please forgive me. But I hope you enjoyed my talk of it of the series and my retrospective review. And I hope I did it justice. So peace, guys. See you later. And Merry Christmas. Oh my God, I did this on Merry Christmas time. Isn't it amazing?